Hello, everyone, and welcome back to High Scores and High Spots, your podcasting home for all things professional wrestling and video games. This is episode 22. I am Ryan, and with me, as always, is my co-host, my older brother, Nathan. Yeah, so we got some video game news to talk about, Ryan. We had a fighter expo thing where they talk about fighting games, so that's fun. Woohoo. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, it was EVO 2022. Uh, also on the show today, we are going to be talking Battle of the Belts 3, Rampage, SmackDown, and we're going to be talking, getting caught up on what happened on the weekend in the G1. All right. So what? where, where do you want to start this fine program off? Uh, let's start with that uh, Evo Expo there, Ryan. Alrighty then. Sounds like Jim Carrey there. <laughs> so we had Evo 2022. Uh, uh, we, we, we had a lot. Um, lot of, some, some stuff. We did some Street Fighter news. Um, and we had some, uh, some news. But the, what is the other news? Uh, SNK announced that they are bringing back Fatal Fury. That's awesome. Uh, they haven't made a Fatal Fury game since 1999. It had another like, Fatal Fury slash Guy. It changed the name to like Garu. I think Garu is like the uh, Japanese version. Um, but after more than 20 years, Fatal Fury will be back. All right. That's interesting. Yeah, so we haven't had a fighter revival in a while. The last one we had was uh, was uh, that oh, the game, the game where you got the skeleton that you fight as, and oh, and, uh, uh, Kings of Fighters. No, 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 no. Um, what are you talking? Uh, I'll think of it. Anyway, Tekken got it. Got it. Got uh, some hints that maybe we'll be getting a Tekken Eight, Ryan. Yeah, it was teased at future. at the Evo 2022 event in Las Vegas. Um, it showed a cryptic teaser. Um, that showed uh, Kazuya Mishima, um, in the classic form, um, not like a new updated version. It's like an old school version. Um, he's getting ready to, um get thrown off a cliff and then he smiles at the camera and the graphics morph into like a very new looking graphics. And it says, get ready. Um, so I don't know what this means. A lot of people took it as um, it's going to be like a reboot of the series. Um, like they're going to kind of redo the whole series because of the way it looks, but who knows? But yeah, it looks like we are going to be getting Tekken eight at some point um, soon. Sometime. I like it. I like um, Tekken. I think I feel like Tekken is probably one of my favorite out of all the fighting games. Like Mortal Kombat's probably at the top, only because I have nostalgia for it. But Tekken, I just like the grappling and stuff in Tekken. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tekken, the fighting in Tekken's of all the fighting games, I like its style the best. Um, the way it's because Mortal Kombat's cool, but I, I I think Tekken I'm better at. Uh, then Mortal Kombat. It's, right. it's probably the fighting game that I'm I'm the best at because I think it's more 
it's not as hard to do stuff in it. You can grapple. You can, you know, there's not like a bunch of button combinations for a bunch of stuff, like, uh, which makes it a little easier. True. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we got a couple of teases there. Uh, Fatal Fury and, uh, uh, and then uh, we had a Dragon Ball Z fighter. Um, everyone was like freaking out. Evo's a fighting tournament thing, but they also revealed some stuff, which is weird. Um, I've never really heard of Evo before this, but yeah, we, we got some news coming out of this, even though it's like a Evo's like a evolution something, something. I don't know what it stands for, but it's more of like a fighting tournament type of deal where they have bunch of different uh uh games uh they had uh like a pokemon or a dragon ball z tournament uh a, a versus or a universes whatever the hell that game's called uh tournament so yeah a bunch of stuff there um in the uh world of fighting games uh what else we got here what else we got? We've got uh um let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Um <clears throat> um in an update to the uh Netflix gaming um that they have um so they they they've they've added a lot more games um uh and they keep adding games they keep you know they have, they have their own original games um but according to data obtained by the app tracking group Aptopia. Netflix games average 1.7 million users per day. Um, Netflix has 221 million subscribers globally. So if you do the math, that is 99% of people have not tried the games on Netflix. Well, you know, the games that are on Netflix, let's be honest, you know, are not the greatest. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna do it, do it. You know, if you're gonna do it, go all in on it. There is how I feel. Yeah, I mean, it's all mobile games, and a lot of them are not great. They have a couple like original games, but it's just not anything really good that I would, you know, spend my time trying. So, no, it's just it's one of those things. For a second. Um. um. Also on that Evo, Ryan, uh, I don't know if you talked about it, but the um, there was the, we we got co confirmation that they are doing uh, uh, X Men versus Capcom Two uh, cabinet. Uh, it's also going to have three other games from other cabinets that they've already released, like X Men Children of the Atom, X Men Superheroes, and uh, X Men versus Capcom One. Um, 
they, they, they said that they might be looking at a higher price point for this one, which is ridiculous because they're already priced at $700. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um, and an update on basically um, all of video games. Um, Nintendo, Sony, and Microsoft all had a uh, – they uh, report a fall in the quarterly video game sales. Um, this is more to do with the fact that, you know, people aren't staying inside and playing games anymore because of COVID. People finally mm-hmm. are – Walmart people are going out, doing stuff. And also, shit's expensive now. Yeah. Uh, so it's expected – um, and this will probably continue for a while here. Uh, they're going to, you know, they're all going to make less money probably just because, you know, people were stuck inside for two and a half years. Uh, <laughs> felt like. So everybody played a lot of video games and everybody spent a lot of time inside. But now that stuff opened back up and then everything's going up, less people have money to spend on video games. So this is probably going to be a trend here for at least probably the rest of the year. Um, it may jump back up, you know, soon. But right now, it's yeah, it's everything's on the decline right now. I, I feel like it's also that there's not that many great games to play. And this past year, yeah, there there wasn't. I mean, the last quarter. You look at the last quarter. What were like? There were no real huge games that came out in the past no. quarter. So it's not. It's, it's not, not 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 huge games in the in the fact that the casual fan will play it, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, like there's, there's the niche ones like Xenoblade three, which is a huge game for the community that plays that game. Cause they've been waiting for that for a long time. Yeah. But that's not but, something that's going to catch a lot of casuals. Exactly. So, yeah. So, uh, you know, it, it, industry as a whole is down, but it's it, like I said, it's expected and it's not like they're going to die. Um, and the fact that nobody can get a hold of these consoles. That probably doesn't help. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, like I said, these companies, these companies aren't going to fall apart because they lost money for a quarter. I mean, let's be honest. They're all going to be fine. <laughs> all right. Uh, what else we got here? Anything else? Uh, a lot of, a lot of um, <laughs> Can they put all of the, I'm looking at GameStop.com, GameSpot.com, GameSpot. Can you put all the Madden news in one fucking article? Why do I need a different article for every team's roster? Yeah. Um, Nintendo, Ryan, is going to have a direct uh, this week for Splatoon 3. It's a just, a just a direct for Splatoon 3. That's their next huge game that's coming. Um, so we're going to learn all about Splatoon 3 in this week. So stay tuned for that. We'll be talking about that. Um, so it's being reported by the Hollywood Reporter that a live-action Pac-Man movie is in the works. How in the hell? Um, Sonic the Hedgehog movie producer Chuck Williams came up with the original idea for the Pac-Man film, the report said, though it, it didn't mention any details. It's very early on, so again, we don't know for sure if this is going to be a, a you know, if this will ever come out um, years ago, uh, the te- there was supposed to be a Tetris movie, um, and it never got made. So I don't even know. Have I have zero clue? Like Pac Man, I can at least see something. Tetris, 
what what in the world could they have done with Tetris to make a movie out of it? They were supposed to make a Monopoly movie too with Kevin Hart in it, but it's never come out either. So I, I don't understand that one either. So I there's a lot of games that have been announced um that that are movies games that have been announced that have just never come cause, out. Just because games are popular doesn't mean they can be turned into a movie. I'm just I'm like yeah, we don't need every game franchise of all time to get a movie. I mean, I know people want video game movies, but we don't want Pac-Man and Tetris. Uh, like, I, I, I don't know. We'll see if that ever no. actually gets announced or actually ever. We're actually looking. Gets made. We're looking more. We're looking more like live-action Castlevania, live-action Zelda, live-action Gears of War, stuff like that. Yeah, we want something like that. We don't want this. We don't want this uh, Pac-Man Tetris weird stuff. We want action games and and. Stuff that'd be like yeah. really cool to see. Yeah. Uh yeah. So uh, there you go. I doubt it'll ever come out, honestly. But I we'll doubt. All right. Um, want to get into the releases? Sure. All right. We've got a lot of stuff going on for PC that I will not be talking about because uh in a lot of um like uh seasons and stuff coming out, so it's gonna be a very small list. We're gonna be going from August 8th through August 14th for this list. August 8th, we've got Tyrant's Blessing for the PC mm. and the Switch. Two Point Campus is out for the PC and the Switch and the PS4 and the PS5 and the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X. There you go. It's like one of those uh, like tycoon games, but it's for uh, campus, I guess. Um... That'll be August 9th. Uh, again, a lot of a lot of uh, book quest. It's out for the PS4, PS5, Switch, and Xbox Series X. Action adventure RPG presented in retro pixel art. Hmm. It alternates gameplay alternates between top-down and side-scrolling perspectives. It's a lot like looks a lot like the old school Zelda SNES games. Um, but apparently it switches between side-scrolling and top-down, which is pretty cool. It's like a fantasy, medieval type of game, it says. So. Interesting. Interesting indeed. Uh, August 11th, we've got Arcade Paradise, uh, which is out for PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, and Xbox Series X. The 90s retro arcade adventure game. Uh, that synopsis, sounds interesting. The keys to the family laundromat. Ashley decides to transform the business and get the sweet potato grindstone something to get excited about. Manage and invest profits and build your very own arcade paradise. So it's like a I, I'm I'm confused. I'm looking at it, and it looks insane. It looks it looks like it's like an arcade like simulator game where you like make an arcade, and you have to keep <laughs> it running. That's interesting. Interesting. But it looks like you can also play the games too, because there it looks like you can actually play like the arcade games. So seems pretty cool. Uh Rumbleverse is out on August eleventh. Uh the wrestling uh battle royale game. Uh, <laughs> so that's the best way I can describe yeah. it. It is out for everything, uh, except for Switch. Uh on August eleventh. I might check it out. It's free to play. Um, I will probably figure play it and see what is what 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 it's about. <laughs> uh, also August eleventh, we've got Cult of the Lamb for the Switch, uh, and PS4 and PS5 and, and everything else. So, 
Uh, cult of the Lamb. Yeah, you, you start a cult, Nathan. You ever want to start a cult? Uh, you can do that. Uh, not game. really. All right. Uh, Shin Chan, me and the professor on summer vacation, the endless seven day journey is out for PC, PS4, and Switch. Now, how can it be an endless journey if it says it's seven days? I'm just. I'm confused. Need to play the game and find out. That must be the hook. Uh, Voyage is out for PS4, PS5, Switch, Xbox One, Xbox Series X. Uh, A cinematic adventure game. Yeah. There you go. It's my type of game. You decide to play as yourself or cooperatively. The journey revolves around two survivors in search of answers of a long-forgotten past. I might play that. There you go. That's the kind of game. (laughs) There you go. No, it's not, it's not my art style. Um, Super Bullet Break is out on August 12th for PS4, Switch, and PC. Um, Marvel Spider-Man Remastered comes to PC. Um, a lot of PC games. Uh, Roller Drome is out for PlayStation 5. We're head, skipping ahead a day, but yeah, Roller Drome, the PS4 and PS5. That's that. First person, third person shooting game while you're on skates. Very interesting. Uh, yeah, that's probably the biggest one of the list that I just went through. So uh, we'll finish out right. the, the August 16th. We'll just start on the 17th. Next. Way of the Hunter for PlayStation 5, Tribes of Midgard for Xbox Series X, uh, Switch, PS4, and PS5, and Xbox One. That, I'm guessing that's related to Lord of the Rings because they're saying, or actually, no, Midgard is. Midgard's Usually, Vikings. Yeah, I was gonna say, yeah. But it also talks about Ragnarok, so yeah, that's that's Vikings. Ragnarok and Midgard and all this shit. Yeah, it's a Viking game. Uh and then uh yeah, that's it. So there you go. Of the of the games coming out, Roller Drone and probably I would say maybe Rumbleverse are probably the two biggest ones. Uh Arcade Paradise looks pretty cool though. I'm not gonna lie. I might pick that one up. It looks pretty interesting. <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how fun it would be to play a game where you're running an arcade, but, you know. Cool. But all right. That's, that's all your releases for the week. Not a lot of big stuff. A lot of PC games that I didn't go through, but there are a ton of PC games coming out this week. So, right. If you're a PC gamer. You've got you got a, 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 a shit ton of games to play. <laughs> you got options. You got options. Got options for sure, yes. Um, all right, let's get into wrestling, Ryan. I'm, I feel like ever since the Triple H thing happened, the wrestling news has just been nonstop. There's every so day. much going on. It's so much every, every day, day. We hear something. Every day there's so much going uh, on. So we'll go through some of the big ones here, Ryan, because uh, there's there's some that people are probably wondering about. So let's let's just hit those real quick, like. On SmackDown, they we'll, we'll go through SmackDown, but uh, they did announce that they're going to do with the women's tag team title tournament yes. that they've been that they've been uh, talking about for a while. They're finally going to finally. Do it. Now that 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 brings up a question of maybe maybe they couldn't get Sasha and Naomi to come back because if they could, you think they would just you know start right back where they were with them mm-hmm. as the champions? But I think it could be a situation where. They're gonna come back, um, but 
they're going to have whoever wins this tournament, they're going to win it. And then Sasha and Naomi will come out after the match and like say, hey, we never lost those, blah, blah, blah. And it'll just lead to a feud or something. Yeah, I can see that. Because I mean, um, they publicly said they, with- they stripped them of the title. So it would be, it'd make, you know, you can't just go back and just give them the titles. So, right. So with this, Ryan, we've had some interesting developments on the Twitter. Oh, yeah. Lots of Twitter news lately. Twitter's been uh, blowing because, up with news. <laughs> yeah. Because, uh, so basically, what we got going on here is, um, is uh, Asuka has tweeted out that she uh, is going to be in the tournament. And she said, Where is my partner? So I'm assuming. A lot of people are assuming that she's talking about maybe her old partner of us, uh, Kyrie Sane, maybe. Yeah, so she tweeted out the official uh, tweet was, I will be the tag team champion again, but where is my partner? And then Kyrie responded, uh, Kyrie responded with like a gif of her and Asuka together. And so it had the internet lose their mind for a second. Right. Um, and then uh, pe- so- these internet sleuths, these internet sleuths are like, okay, so wait a minute. Kyrie sent this two hours ago. In Japan, two hours ago, it was 3 a.m. She wouldn't be awake. It's very possible she's already in the United States. <laughs> these damn internet, uh, these people on Twitter are losing their minds, and I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, also, uh, Mandy Rose, Ryan, has yeah. uh, tweeted out that maybe, uh, maybe Toxic Attraction is going to be a part of this. It, Mandy Rose has stated in the past that she would like to get called back up and go back to the main roster. So it wouldn't surprise me uh, for talk. I mean, they need tag teams. Um, so what's going to happen is we're either going to see just a bunch of makeshift teams thrown together, or they're going to call up some people and put them in teams. Right. So, so people from NXT UK could come over some NXT chicks. Um, or we could just get people thrown together from the main roster. Who knows? It's going to be interesting. Yeah. Uh, sticking with the women's division, Ryan, uh, people are probably wondering what happened to Lacey Evans. And uh, there, as of right now, uh, according to what culture, uh, WWE has no plans for her creatively right now. So whatever Vince McMahon was toying around with, with her being a heel, a face, a heel, a face. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all that's been dropped. So I don't know if that's good or bad news for Lacey Evans. Yeah. Um, it, it, again, and there is reports coming out that, you know, all of Vince McMahon's got people um, could be losing their spot because, you know, like Lacey was a Vince McMahon project. Apparently he was very hands-on with her gimmick, which in contests sounds weird to say Vince and hands-on. So, but I, Anyway, <laughs> that's all you. That's all you, man. Uh, anyway, apparently Vince was very so, hands-on with the character of Lacey Evans, and so who knows what yeah. this means? Uh, I'm assuming she'll be called back in some capacity. Um, speaking with Triple H, changing stuff up. Uh, it's being reported that T-Bar is set to be potentially repackaged and repositioned. Um, yeah, I'm hoping that means he goes back to Dominic Dajakovic. The T-Bar thing has not worked, which is let him go back to his real name or some sense of a real name because uh, T-Bar's yeah. just have him call him Dijakovic or Dijak or something. Um, yeah. Hopefully he gets a push. It's also been reported that uh, uh, Max Dupree uh, may be going back to LA Knight. Um, All right. or, or he will get a push of some kind or something too. So 
those are two Triple H guys I would feel like Triple H if I like them. Uh, apparently Vince didn't like them or didn't know what to do with them. So uh, it's crazy up up in the wrestling world right now. Um, uh, also, one person that a lot of people probably been wondering about also is Kevin Owens. And it's been reported now that Kevin Owens is also going to get a big push because he is seen as a huge part of the WWE future is what he, they're saying. Well, so. That's the thing that makes no sense with Kevin Owens is Vince fucking like they bring him back into a pretty good contract. They mm-hmm. put him on the main event of WrestleMania and then he just yeah. disappears. Like, yeah. how do you put a guy against Stone Cold Steve Austin in Austin's return match? And then you do mm-hmm. nothing with them afterwards. That's insane. Because, because I guarantee that wasn't a Vince decision to have him fight Stone Cold. I have a very, very, very good inkling that that was a Stone Cold decision. He wanted Kevin Owens. And Vince didn't didn't want to do anything with him afterwards because he had no plans for him to do anything with him in the in in the first place. I think Kev, I think Stone Cold wanted Kevin Owens to be his opponent, and then after that happened, Vince was like, "All right, well, we did that." So yeah. I guarantee that's what that was. Yeah, just, and with with a lot of other stuff, with a lot of other stuff in today's WWE, I'm probably right because it seems like all the writing is on the wall. Like anything that you. Th- was going on backstage with Vince and all this stuff it has been true. So. I mean, yeah, that's insane. Like Vince McMahon, like you know, he's an insane person. Apparently, it's just weird. Like the stories that come out, and you're like, it, 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 his brain, his brain is so different than other people's, I guess, because yeah, it's so weird. Like the stuff he would have come up with, the stuff that he thought was funny, and the stuff that he thought was, you know, I don't know, man. It's just weird. Uh, all right, let's get into these shows, Ryan. We'll fly through these right here. Uh, let's start SmackDown. Uh, SmackDown started off with showing, uh, well, it, it showed uh, Baron Corbin getting kicked in the nuts. Um, a long time. About 17,000 times. Um, it just kept yeah, showing it. There showed was a it lot of... Slow motion and reverse. Yep. And then, uh... <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, that, this one was done for comical reasons, but. Yes. Uh, there was also at the beginning of this show was a very long recap recap of SummerSlam. I swear it was seven minutes long, and you know that we haven't had much recaps. It was one thing that Triple H seemed like he was cutting down on, but maybe that was just a a couple week thing because this week, yeah, this it was recap heavy. Yeah. Um. So we then cut backstage to Corbin where all the superstars are laughing at him. In a little bit, bud. And so Ricochet said, uh, you know, karma is a beautiful thing. And so they have a match. Um, again, you see Triple H been back in power and you've seen all we on TV. And now you get to see Ricochet on TV. It's amazing. Um, yeah. This was a pretty good match. They, they, you know, they did, uh, they did some good stuff. Uh, it was a good big man, little man match. Um, and then uh, Ricochet gets the win with a shooting star press. Uh, and then him and uh, McAfee threw a ball, put, put ball around and then McAfee, signed it and kicked it into the crowd. So someone got a cool little souvenir there. Yeah. There was a little bit of Pac McAfee distraction to aid the yeah. win, but yeah. So I guess yeah. they're not done. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens there. Uh, yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura took on a Ludwig Kaiser. I almost called the Ludwig Borga again. Uh, the if, third time I think they fought. Yes. If Nakamura wins, he will get a future title shot 
at the Intercontinental title. Of course, he does get the win. Um, is to have a good match again. And then uh, Nakamura and Gunther go face-to-face. Um, and I guess they're going to wrestle like next week, I think, for the title. Thanks. Interesting. Uh, and then uh, the next thing we do is Liv Morgan is in the ring, and the crowd completely turned on her. Yeah. Uh, they called, they, they chanted, you tapped out. Uh, they, they booed her. Um, and then uh, in a obvious moment where this was not planned, the Liv said, you know what? I appreciate you calling me out on my shit, which is crazy. <laughs> um, so that was obviously, a, I think that was ad-libbed. Ad-libbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, Sonya Deville walks out and basically says, you know, you shouldn't be champion. You tapped out, um, you know, and, and everyone's like, yeah, everyone agreed. Uh, <laughs> so um, and then this led to uh, Sonya basically starting the gauntlet match. Um, and then the gauntlet match is happening. So Aaliyah and Sonya Deville start the match off. Um <laughs> I mean, yeah, it wasn't great. Uh, Deville gets the win. Uh, so Ali, then, uh, Aaliyah, Aaliyah, you know, for being there as long as she has, yeah, she has not increased at all. No, I mean, yeah, she's not improved at all. Um, next up was Raquel. Raquel kind of squashed uh, Sonia. Um, they, they, Raquel did work on her, or Sonia did work on her knee a little bit, but uh. Raquel ends up hitting the Tahana bomb for the win. Uh, and then Shotzi comes out and uh, she beats Shotzi as well. Um, and then uh, Zioe rushes to the ring. Uh, she kicks her. She takes her down. And then Raquel eliminates her too. So Raquel has eliminated three straight people. Uh, Natalia is next up. Raquel makes her out. Four straight for Raquel, and then Shayna Baszler is the last one in, and Shayna Baszler ends up uh, hooking in the um, Kuriara Puda Clutch, turned it into a pin, and gets the win. So it's going to be Shayna and Liv at Clash of the Castle. Again, yeah. no Triple H is booking because now Shayna's getting a push. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Everyone thought these people were like still saying Vince is pulling the strings. And like, how can you sit there and watch these shows and think Vince is still in charge? Obviously, Triple yeah. H is in charge. Uh, the Viking Raiders destroyed two dudes. Um, after the match, Kofi comes out, kendo stick, and fucking walled uh, <laughs> the Viking Raiders. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which leads to a match between Eric and Kingston. Uh, Eric hit one of the, his his good knees. Uh, to the face of Kofi. He actually caught him with the knee when Kofi was jumping off the ropes, which was really cool. Um, Kofi, though, ends up getting the win with a roll-up out of nowhere, so Monday WWE is still doing these roll-ups. Uh, but Kofi gets the yeah. win. And then your main event was uh, uh, Roman in the ring talking about uh, Brock Lesnar and how he won. Um, and then he uh, was going to head towards talking about Drew Drew comes out and called Reigns the tribal queef. Yeah. I never thought I'd hear that word on TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, then uh, he says he can't wait to get his hands on Reigns, but then uh, the music sounds, and it's familiar music that we haven't heard in a very, very long time. Out comes uh, Scarlet on the ramp, and everyone's like, what the fuck? And then Cross comes out, 
lays out McIntyre, beats him down, slams his head into the st- ring steps. Um, the bloodline looks on, and then Scarlet that's there with an hourglass slides it into the ring uh, towards Roman, and then uh, Cross and Scarlet are looking at Roman with Cross saying TikTok as as SmackDown goes off the air. So, Killer Cross, yeah. Karrion Cross is back. Um, what does this mean? I don't know. Uh, rumor is that Raw USA is getting very upset with not having a world championship. Um, so I don't know what this means. What I would like to see happen, I don't think it's going well, to. Uh, you know, here's the thing about this. This is okay. So think about this, Ryan. USA is upset that they don't have world championship. Yeah. Right. Yep. The titles are combined. Yep. Which means both belts are the the the, the, the USA title and the the SmackDown title are being held by the same. Guy. Yep. Should he just be on both shows so they both can have a well, champion? I think they're upset that he's just never there. Well, that's 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 a problem in itself, right there. He that's needs a to be called. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's stupid. So, uh, reports are USA is getting upset. So, what I would like to see this lead to is an old school triple threat match with both titles on the line, a two, like how they did at WrestleMania 2000. Right. I'd like to see Reigns, Cross, and McIntyre in a triple threat match with two falls. Uh, first fall for the WWE title, second fall for the Universal title. It won't happen. I'd like to see it happen. If it did, if it did happen, I could see Cross pinning McIntyre to win one belt. Roman pinning either probably beating Cross or McIntyre for the second title. So that way, Roman still hasn't been pinned. Or they could so have way, they could do it the way they way, did it uh, with Angle and have him have Roman Reigns lose both titles without getting pinned. Have Cross pin that. McIntyre, McIntyre pin Cross. Or that, but I, I just think they want Roman to keep one belt because they want Cody to come back and beat him for it. Yeah, but then that'd well, be the WWE title, and that would be WWE with USA Network would still be upset because that's their all title. Yeah, it's whatever. Yeah, I don't know. So we're gonna, it's interesting uh, development there, but Cross is back. I'm sure Jeff, are, he's, he's not been on this podcast yet, but he's uh, one of our friends. Uh, but I'm sure he lost his mind. Um, Cross, yeah. say what you want about him. He, some people don't like his in-ring work. Some people don't, but he does have a presence. Um, and if they let yep. him have Scarlet and the cool entrance, that's what got him over. So it, it, I don't know. We'll see where if, if he can get over now since he's been gone for a little bit. Maybe he, he, he maybe with a fire in his ass and he'll you know. Yeah. All right, let's go to Rampage, Roy. Uh Rampage. We had a random match for no reason. Um, John Moxley versus Mance Warner. Mance Warner is a guy who is in an AEW Championship Eliminator match, despite this being his first AEW match. This has happened quite a few times in AEW. Why have rankings? If I can walk in <laughs> off the street and get a world title opportunity, like, it's not an opportunity, but if you beat the champion, like, what? is the point yeah this must have been a favor for moxley right like this most had to likely. be just to get moxley like he wanted to have this match yeah um, most likely man's war is not very good uh no. moxley ended up beating him so uh all i know is uh also some little twitter news here rusev tweeted out or well you know miro uh yeah. tweeted out that 
maybe he was better off at WWE since we got random people winning, going for the for the championship. Yeah, so he liked the tweet. Andrade also liked the tweet. Um, Andrade liked the tweet saying, Tony Khan, so you signed Miro to AEW away from rival organization just to have him do what exactly? Didn't think I'd miss the day would come that I would miss Rusev Day. He's been used worse with y'all than he was in WWE. Sam goes with Andrade. Andrade liked that tweet, and then Miro liked the tweet that said, are you still in AEW? Seems you had it better in WWE. So I can understand their frustration. They get brought in, they're big deals, and then they just disappear. And they haven't been on, they haven't, Miro hasn't wrestled in forever. Like he did that one match for the All-Atlantic title. Well, I see the point of trying to make these guys special. Like, I could see that and only letting them wrestle every once in a while. And Miro gets promo time. He, he has those little vignettes or whatever. But yeah. but, yeah, they definitely have not been used to their potential. Yeah. Uh, all right. What was the next match, right? Uh, the next match on Rampage was Konosuke, Konosuke take a shitta. Defeated Ryan Nimeth. Uh, this is Tekashita Wolf challenge on Battle of the Belts for the ROH title. So he gets a pretty good win here against Nimeth. Yep. Uh, third match, Madison Rain made her in-ring debut in AEW as she took on Layla Gray. Um, she gets to win. Uh, she, uh, at the match, Jade Cargo interrupted the celebration. Uh, she, she asked Madison Rain to accept her open challenge next week. Um, then Kiera Hogan tried to attack her from behind, but Rain um, took her out before. So it looks like it's going to be Madison Rain versus uh, Jade Cargill on Dynamite next week or this week. Right. So. And then your main event, Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee defending the titles against Tony Nese and Josh Woods in a street fight. This was a decent match. Uh Woods got some good offense in. Uh, he German suplexed uh, King uh, uh, Keith Lee off of the apron through a table. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. Pretty, pretty, pretty sure Keith Lee squashed his head. Yeah, that but, was you know. that was uh, that was a nasty spot. Uh, <laughs> that's oof. Uh, but in the end, uh, Swerve hit Nice with the Swerve Stomp, and they get the win. Swerve Stomp off the top rope yeah. onto a chair. Yeah. Um, decent show. Uh, the ratings went up for Rampage, so there you go. That's good. Um, this was a decent show. Other than the Mance Warner thing made no sense to me, but everything else was okay. I yeah. had no problem with the other matches. All right. Uh, what about Battle of the Belts, Ryan? Did Battle- you like the other AEW show that we had? Oh, man, three shows in one week. Uh, we had three titles on the line, three matches on this show. We kicked it off with the TNT Championship on the line as Wardlow took on Jay Lethal. What'd you think of this match, Nathan? Uh, it was a decent match. Uh, Wardlow, Wardlow's just you know he's he hasn't been wrestling long enough to yeah yeah you know, hold his own against Jay Lethal. Yeah, I mean it was a decent match. Um, Wardlow ended up getting the win. Um, it. After the match, though, Dutt, Singh, and Lethal ended up taking him out and putting him through a table. Um, Singh did the choke slam, so is Singh going to be the next one to challenge? Because I do not want to see Satnam Singh and Wardlow. I mean, it makes sense to have the two big men go at it, but also, you know, 
Does that mean Singh's going to get beat already? Yeah, no. So I don't know what they're doing here. Um, yeah, so it ended up with, with the bad guys getting the advantage after the match. Were those still champion? But um, so were they head? Uh, Thunder Rosa versus Jamie Hayter for the AEW Women's World Championship. Britt Baker and Rebel were outside uh, for Jamie Hayter. So, of course, Tony Storm was out there with Rosa. I kept waiting for her to turn on Rosa, but it did not happen. Um, at the end of the match, Storm and, and Baker got into it um, outside, which led to Hayter being dis- distracted. Um, and then Thunder did a whole bunch of roll-ups and eventually ended up uh, getting the win. Right. Uh, Hater then a, looked a lot better in this match than she just yeah. looked in any other match. This was a good match. I had no problem here. Uh, they did. They both looked pretty good. Um, FTR got a highlight package. They're going to wrestle at Quake by the Wake on Dynamite. Then your main event, Claudio Castagnoli versus Kanosuka Takashita, whatever. I still don't know how to say his name. Um, we had Caprice Coleman on commentary, which was awesome, and William Regal. That was way too many people. There were five people for commentary on this match. I <laughs> That was too much. Um, but this match was awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah. I know Takashita is a part of whatever Japanese company he's a part of. DDT, I believe. But can we not let him leave? Because I actually like him. This was a great match. This was – I mean, we all kind of knew Claudio was going to win. Um, but it's still, there are a couple moments where they, they almost got you. <laughs> yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, it's, it's the one thing, the one thing that I don't like is, yeah, he's had a couple wins, take a Sheeta, but, but for the most part, he's been losing since he's been in AEW. I mean, he looks good in every match, but he loses. And it's like, I know you want to be different. And you want to have these big matches right yeah. off the bat and all this stuff, but sometimes the, the old school way is the right way. You got to build these guys up. Yeah, I know. Cause like his only win was the win on on Rampage. Yeah. Like Takashita, I don't think he's won another match unless he's won some stuff on Dark. Well, he probably um, has, but, but on, 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 on TV. national TV, yeah. yeah. Um, there was a moment where Claudio went for the Ricola bomb and then Takashita reversed it to a Hurricanrana, which was awesome. Um, but then he ended up hitting the Coca-Cola bomb afterwards and getting the win to retain the RH world title. This match is worth watching the other matches, eh, but this match definitely worth watching. Uh, this was awesome. And again. Yeah. I mean, this was a great match, but it did kind of, you know, it was out of nowhere. Wasn't built up. There was no heat for it. It was just a random wrestling match for a title. And it's like, eventually, yeah, you got to have some stories to these matches, you know? Yeah, and you also got to build people up like Satnam Singh. If they have that match, it's like you should have built Satnam. I mean, yeah, he's big and towering, so I guess he's kind of built up on his own. But I he's guess. had like one match, and it was a six-man exactly. tag. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, you got to build these guys up before you have them go against people because he's going to get beat by Wardlow, and then then yep. what? Yep, and then nothing because yeah. then he got beat. So then his his aura, his mystique – it's all gone. Yep. Yeah, I don't know, but I don't know. This is a good match again, though. This is that's one of AEW's problems is they 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 just and and I get it like they 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 want to give good matches all the time, but man, I need some build up some of this stuff. 
I mean, yeah. at least Wardlow and Lethal had some buildup. But their world title matches, like Mox was defending the title every fucking week, and there's no build to any of it. Well, no, and it's okay to have those sometimes, but you, but you need some, you need people built up though. You can't just have them. What I want to know is, all outs in a month. Yep. Who is going to challenge for the world title? Because it's being reported now that CM Punk's not. We we mentioned it before. CM Punk's not going to get cleared. So Uh, he might not. He might not. Unless he makes a, a macro miraculous comeback here. So who is if Kavon can't come to all out, who is gonna wrestle for the title? Because they're doing the Jericho match on Dynamite. Thing, hopefully, maybe if maybe a last minute change would be Kenny Omega. Maybe. I mean, they're not building anybody else up. That's the problem. Yeah. Like there's no build to anybody else. So it's like you know, it's kind of like I don't know what what they're gonna do here. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's get into G one, Ryan. Let's see where our guys are. <laughs> where, 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 where we're doing here. So we're we had doing good. we had two more nights, uh, night and twelve and night thirteen happened August sixth and August seventh. Um, actually, we had a show on August fifth. We didn't talk about either. So we have three shows to talk about. Um, so night eleven was August fifth. Uh, did we talk about this one? I think so. Jonah and Cobb? Yeah. We talked about that. Okay. So night 12, um, Yoshi Hatsi, Yoshi, wow, Yoshi Hashi uh, defeated <laughs> El Phantasmo in D-Block by pinfall to get two points. Uh, Lance Archer defeated Toriano by pinfall. So Lance Archer getting on the board, Nathan getting some points. Hey. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated Haruki Goto by submission in C-Block. Jay White, still undefeated, defeated Great Okan in B-Block. And Shingo T- Takagi defeated Will Ospreay in D-Block. Wow. So does that mean he gets a United States title match? Yeah, everybody that, everybody that pins a champion gets a shot at that belt at some I was, point. My dad was over here watching some of this with me, so I was trying to explain the United States title picture, and uh, I realized it was so confusing I forgot what that Because uh, Ospreay is the real champion, but yep. Finley currently has the belt. But Robinson also says he's a champion because he never lost it. Right. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, night 13, I watched this one. Uh, so we'll get into this. Evil and Aaron Hanare in C-Block. Um, decent match here. Uh, Evil just, I don't know. I don't like Evil's style. No, he's, it's definitely different. It's boring. <laughs> it is very it is boring. Uh Evil ended up defeating Aaron Hanare in C block to get up two points. That pretty much effectively eliminated Aaron Hanare from winning. So uh too bad. Aaron Hanare got one good win. Uh and then uh, that's about it. <laughs> uh Tom Waller defeated Bad Luck Fallway. This match was not good at all. Uh that's because Bad Luck Fallway can't do a damn thing. Bad luck fallway is has been around a while and he's yeah. big and he's old and yeah. Yeah, he can't move. Um crowd really likes Tom Waller though. Yeah. I don't know why, but the Japanese crowd is in love with Tom Waller. Uh Tom Waller gets his second win uh, of of the tournament, so he's now got four points. Um Juice Robinson and El Fantasmo had a good match. For, well, it was decent for a while. This was a comedy match at first. Uh, Because they are both in Bullet Club. And so 
they weren't wanting to do much. They were like taunting and they were fake wrestling. And then it turned into a real match. Um, at one point, Juice Robinson brought out a table and then they had an arm wrestling match. Um, but then uh, Robinson got pissed off because Phantasma beat him and threw a chair at his head and smashed a, <laughs> smashed a chair in his face. God damn. Um, yeah. And then uh, he had a pile driver on the ramp. Um, Juice Robinson wins this match by disqualification because El Phantasmo used the chair in the ring. Uh, in Japan, if you can use stuff on the outside, they give you a wing wave. But if you do it in the ring, it's a disqualification. So Juice Robinson does get the win here by disqualification. It turned into a really good match at the end, but at the beginning they were just fucking around and it was <laughs> it was silly, but right. Uh, and then we had another Bullet Club member as Chase Owens went one-on-one with Tomohiro Ishii. Um Chase Owens gets the win, which threw me off completely. Uh, yeah, that's <laughs> a, this this is the weirdest book G1 I've ever seen. Yeah, I did not expect Chase Owens to beat Ishii, but he does get the win in B block, so he or so he picks up two more points. Um, I yeah, this these matches and this next one threw me off too. Uh, we had Jonah and Kazushka Okada. This was a really good match. Uh, Jonah looked really good against the top level talent in a, uh, in New Japan here. Um, he looked like he belonged, which is good. Um, and Jonah ends up getting the win against Kazusha Okada. Hit him with two power bombs, and then went up top, hit the splash, and got the win. And the crowd lost their fucking mind. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so weird watching Japanese because they're also silent. But when Jay, when man, when Okada lost, they fucking lost it. Like they did like yeah. almost a riot. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, updating in the standings, in A block, we have a two-way tie atop the leaderboard with Jonah and Okada, uh, both having six points. Okada still left, has to wrestle Archer and Lawler, and uh, Jonah has Archer and Fale left. So, um, Jeff Cobb, Balak Fale, Lance Archer, and Tom Lawler all have four points, and Yano has two. So, Nathan, if Archer can beat Okada and Lawler, uh, he may, uh, you know, he may, may get the win. Or Jonah. If he can beat Jonah and Okada, he could win this thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I got, I, there's a sliver of a chance. Uh, Tom Waller still has uh, two matches as well. He's got Okada and Cobb. Um, I don't see him winning both of those. Right. But he would have to, to win. So, Still interesting there in A block. Toro Yano is effectively eliminated because he only has two points with only one match left. So he is out. Um, B block, Jay White leading with eight points undefeated. Jay White still has to wrestle Taichi and Tonga. Um, mm-hmm. Tama Tonga, Sonata, Taichi, and Chase Owens all have four points. Um, but I think pretty much White's almost locked this one down. I mean, I think so. Uh, and then Okan and Ishii are eliminated with only two points apiece. Right. Uh, C block. Hiroshi Tanahashi made a big comeback here. He's got six points. Zack Saber Jr. has six points. Uh, Goto, Naito, and Evil all have four points. And Aaron Hanare and Kenta have two points. They're both effectively eliminated. Kenta does still have three matches though, so Kenta still has a chance. Uh, he has Tanahashi, Naito, and Hanare. Hanare only has Kenta left, so Hanare is eliminated. Yeah, I mean that's six points. You know, if he can get yeah. six points there. Uh, Tanahashi still has to wrestle Goto and Kenta. Naito gets to wrestle Zack Sabre Jr. and Kenta. Evil has Goto and Sabre. Uh, Goto has Tanahashi and Evil, and Sabre has Naito and Evil. 
Right. So still some chances there. People move around. Uh, Hanare is effectively eliminated. And D block, yeah. David Finley leading the way. What the hell? Uh, Takagi, Osprey, Takahashi, Yoshihashi, and Juice Robinson all have four points. Jeez, uh, that's the most competitive one. And and El Fantasmo has two points. Fantasmo uh, it has two matches left, but mm, did not look good for Fantasmo. Right. Um, Osprey has to wrestle Robinson and Yoshihashi. Takagi has Fantasmo and Takahashi. Juice Robinson with only one match left, and that is against Will Ospreay. Yoshihashi has Ospreay, Takahashi, and David Finley. Um, so, and Phantasmo has Takagi and Finley. So, yeah, that's right. a competitive block there. Yeah. Uh, update who we picked. Uh, I picked Waller, White, Naito, and Takagi. Not looking great for me. Nope. Nope. Um, you have Archer, White, Kenta, and Osprey. Well, Kenta not much better. Not winning. <laughs> not much better here. Uh, you have Arch. Osprey has a chance, uh, and White's definitely winning. Yeah. Uh, I don't. But Archer, you know, he's got four points, so he's not out of it. Um, but not looking good for yeah. either one of us, Nathan. No, we definitely did not know our G one uh, or our New Japan. But uh, so. Uh, before we end this here, Ryan, what are your? Do you like the G one? Do you like this format? Do you like uh, the way they do this thing? Uh, it's probably the most interesting thing they do in Japan. It's very interesting. I do like that. You know, the whole company's on hold right now. I just like that nothing else matters, which is cool. It means this thing's very important. No other titles matter. Nothing. You know, it's. I like that. It's really cool. Yeah. Um, the booking of this tournament's been insane all over the place. Um, I will definitely check out the rest of the nights. Like um, two minutes left. Uh, night, night 14 will be August 9th from Hiroshima. Um, and then we've got night 15, which will be August 10th. Uh, and then we go to the weekend with the two matches, two nights on the weekend. Um, and then August 17th will be the semifinals. So we got about a week and a half left of this tournament. So uh, the next right. night, the matches, we got Evil and Heron Hanare, Tom Waller and Bad Luck Fall. Uh, oh, no, we got... Yoshihachi and Takahashi, Sanada and Chase Owens, Tamatanga and Taichi, Jonah and Archer. That'll be a battle. And Naito versus Kenta. That is your night 14 matches. All right. Could be some good ones on there. So, yeah, yeah I, I like the G1. I missed some shows. I don't I don't catch every show, but when I get the chance to catch up, I, I will watch them. So, all right. Interesting stuff. I think uh, that's so, going to do it. Yeah, it should be uh, a, an insane week of wrestling, uh, you know, with what's going on WWE plus AEW's got their special show. So it uh, should be a good week. Uh, check out the social medias at Sabra ENT for all the ways. I will be live tweeting uh, throughout all the shows this week. So you can check us up on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, all that Sabra ENT. Um, like, comment, subscribe, all that fun stuff. If you enjoy this podcast, share it around with your friends. Let them know. This is the podcast you need to be listening to if you're a wrestling or a video game fan. For Nathan, I am Ryan. Thank you for listening. And as always, we're reminding you to hit your spots and set your scores. Later. <laughs>